Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. If he hits it with his stick above his head. You're not going to like it, but the call on the ice was correct. No goal. Oh, that's some good uh, description there from (laughs) Garrett Rank. Well, we have our new favorite referee in all of sports. A referee last night in the NHL came out there. You're not going to like it. And then gave the call. I think we need to incorporate this hue more and more. I, th- I think when uh, refs. Fair and balanced. They get on the mic. They should give you a little opinion before they tell you what the call is. Just to kind of ease the burden there. Like, imagine if if the Eagles, you know, they score a touchdown. Mm-hmm. And then um, for whatever, they replay rever- reverses, right? They take it off the board. Could you imagine... Like, you know, Gene Steratore, whoever, pick an NFL referee, right? Come on, I'm sorry. Sorry, this, guys. Yeah, it's going against you. You might not love to hear it, but no touchdown. Still, You're still going to get booed. Either still way. Get, yeah, you're still going to get your feelings hurt. I just Can we play it again? I, I want to hear it. It's just it's the best is how he, he lets them down, he tells them, and then he tells them what the call is. If he hits it with his stick above his head. You're not going to like it, but the call on the ice was correct. No goal. No, oh, that's some good uh, – Description there from. <laughs> Should I start that when I have a take? You're not going to like it, but here's the reality. Because start every of the, show with because this. Of, You're going to like it. The acrobatics, because you know, a few weeks ago, we had a Brandon Ayuk play where it bounced off somebody, the flag was thrown, mm-hmm. and whatever, and it was still a good play. So we all assume that the referee just let it go. Sound like that's kind of the same thing. It was some weird stuff going on, and he just said, you know what? I know you're not going to like it, but this is the right thing. This is the right call to make. Yeah, we got to make it. It's like. about the call, but. Just like I just I'm just laughing at the fans getting so you're not gonna like this. <laughs> I probably would have started laughing honestly. I mean that's funny, but I, I have a just in like an umbrella sports take here mm-hmm. that I'm gonna throw at you. Okay, what you got? I think every professional sports league, even with the knowledge that what I just said is true, that it's professional sports leagues, need to cut the act a little bit. Like what it's, do you mean? It's a game. Okay, this whole idea that they need to be buttoned up and the referee needs to just, you know, get in and get out. Like, stuff like that is way better for the game. Like, you're not going to like this. Isn't that like, we need to stop pretending like this is some high and mighty. Like, I'll give you an example here with uh, the PGA Tour last week. Jordan Spieth 
getting uh he got disqualified mm. because he signed off on an incorrect scorecard. It's 2022 or 2024. I'm sorry. <laughs> Math. Yeah. We have is Kyle's two years ago. We have computers for this stuff. So like this whole idea that he needed to like just because the proper etiquette of golf said that he also needed to sign off on a correct scorecard. Like cut the act, dude. We're all playing a game. Like, yeah, but it's the gentleman. That's well, the gentleman. Yeah, I don't, golf's too stuffy. I don't yeah, care. Yeah, that's what I'm stuff. like. It's the same thing with with uh, with MLB. Everything's got to be. You know, the baseball manager has to wear the full uniform. Like, shut up with all this stuff, dude. We're all playing a game. We're watching a game. Everybody lighten up a little bit. Games, so I agree with you on your overall thing here. But what do you want the baseball manager to wear? Uh, like a suit and tie or something, or just like <laughs> normal, tie, like, like Connie about, Mac. Well, no. How about like he doesn't need a suit and tie. But, like, why is baseball the only sport where they have to wear the full getup? Like, could you imagine Nick Sirianni putting on the Eagles uniform Show on the sideline out there? Well, he probably, he probably actually, would for like Nick, it. yeah, that might not be a good Run, thing. Running down the He's going to go try to tackle out. someone right. on the sideline. I mean, like, it doesn't really make any sense to me. He just so he doesn't have to wear a suit and tie. That's a little over the top. But, like, maybe uh, or, or just the jacket with your team's emblem oh, on. Oh, I get what you you're know what I mean? Like, what do we got to well, do the whole, like, what they used to do back in the day. We just got to cut, the, cut the BS. Like, Ter- stop acting like this. these are hard and fast rules. It's a freaking game. Terry Francona, actually, a couple of years ago, had to get an exemption. He has some sort of, like, circulation problems, so he had to wear, like, a more comfortable shirt. He couldn't wear the button-down shirt. He had to get an exemption from Major League Baseball to wear just, like, a, a you know, like a simple athletic uh, Cleveland shirt what, instead the, of the, the shirt. The shirt was, was cutting off his circulation? Yeah, he had some sort of, yeah, he had real health issues. I, I, I'm but just tired of the holier-than-thou act with, with a freaking sports game. Um, I... So let me add, now that you threw this out there, which sport? And we know baseball is the only one where the manager slash coach yeah. wears the uniform. Which other sport would be the funniest? Like imagine Tortorella on skates. Yeah. Imagine what about, like, Sirianni. Sleeveless uh, Doc Rivers, I, like that, with the <laughs> a basketball uniform, yeah. like Nick Nurse in a basketball uniform. Yeah, but with the sleeves, like he's showing off the guns. Well, I actually have another take on this. I, I think we've gone too far with the uh, after COVID. The NBA coaches never went back to looking like they're at yeah. Work. I mean, they look like slobs. Yeah, I mean, like, so you, like, Jay Wright dressed nice to coach a basketball game. These guys now. He wore a lot of cologne, too. Jay, or just yeah, in general? Yeah, he wore a lot of cologne. He was Mr. Overspray. <laughs> Mr. Overspray. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, I mean, I overspray, too, so I, I don't think I'm talking out of terms. Just news are facts. Just yeah, it's just like he's wearing a lot of cologne. All right, another fact here. We got some big news in the NFL. Ian Rappaport reporting this right now. Salary cap news. It certainly affects the Eagles, it affects how they approach this offseason. Here it is. The NFL announced the 2024 salary cap will be $255.4 million per club. Uh, that's an unprecedented $30 million increase per club in this year's salary cap. And it's the result of repayments and deferrals and all that. Kind of, that's kind of boring stuff. But the reality is this, Hugh. $30 million jump from last year to this year in the salary cap. And why that's significant is, is the kind of the thought process these teams had was it was going to be in the 240s. It's going to be 255.4. Hugh, that tells me the Eagles and every team will have some extra money to spend here, and I think this makes it more likely they can move on from a player they may have to take a cap hit on. Yeah. I mean, it just gives you a little bit more money in the coffers yep. so you can make some moves that, that you know we were just talking about probably couldn't make, but now it makes it just a little bit more easy because that cap hit won't be as great. So, yeah, we might we might be in a pretty good spot. 
I also wonder, because um, it said the increase in media revenue for the season. You know where this money's coming from, right? This is coming from the YouTube Sunday ticket. It's coming from the Peacock game. It's Peacock. coming from the Amazon stuff. I mean, all this money started. Everybody trying to get now. a piece of that pie. Yeah, and the NFL's going to spend it because they share it with the players. So extra money, 255.4 is the 2024 salary cap. That's the number Howie Roseman has to work with. 215-592-9494. We just jumped in. Major or minor moves? What do the Eagles need on this roster this offseason? I think major. And the Phillies. I think they have enough to win the NL East to compete with the Atlanta Braves. Agree, disagree. Let's go to Drew, who's in Westchester. What's up, Drew? Drew. Hey, folks. So I got a TV show uh, for you guys at the end, a good one. But uh, I just had to get off my chest to start this current A.J. Brown discourse. There's, there's one person to blame for it, and it's A.J. Brown. It's not Kay Adams. It's not Derek Gunn. It's not Elliott. It's not even Craig Carden. So I, like, there's a reason we're not talking about Devontae Smith getting traded. You know, Hassan Reddick, like, he still could get moved, but there's a reason it kind of quieted down a little bit after he put out that tweet. Like, A.J. could easily stop all this if he wanted to, and all he's done is, like, fan the flames with it. Yeah, I mean, Drew, when he was asked by Kay Adams, because that's the only time he spoke at length, you know, since the season ended, about being here, I, mean, I, I we said it that day, like, all he had to say was, I love the Eagles, I want to be in Philadelphia, and then it would have been – it would have been off of him, right? Then it would have. Ju- the only way he wouldn't have been here is if the Eagles didn't want him. It wouldn't have been anything about him. It's he didn't do that for whatever reason. Yeah, like it just doesn't have to be this difficult. You know, I don't lose my patience easily. I'm trying to keep reminding myself that he is one of the best players on the team, and the offense is a lot better with him. But he's really testing it right now because this has just gone way too far to the point where like we don't need this drama coming off the season. Like just. Just, just, just like being an adult for a little bit. It's, it's really, it shouldn't be that hard, but sometimes it is. Drew, what are you thinking here with this roster this offseason? Major, minor changes. What are you thinking? Uh, yeah, so I definitely lean more towards uh, major changes. Now, I do want to keep Hassan Reddick. I think he's a guy who does want to be here, so I wouldn't count him in that. But I kind of think you have to, you know, I don't, we don't know who like the bad apples are, but I kind of think you have to make an example out of like someone and got like a major name here. So I, I do favor making some, making some big changes there. And Howie usually does, you know, whether it's to be bold in a good way or to be bold in like kind of a shakeup way, Howie's not typically like, let's just tweak things. He, he likes to make some big moves here. Drew, I know you're excited for the Phillies here. What do you think about this division? I, I don't like the idea of just conceding it, going in and saying the Braves are going to win. And I think they could compete here. Yeah. So I definitely think we can do it and kind of to, to Kyle's point, like he's talking about wire to wire. Honestly, I think the key to this thing is, you know, I assume Nola's probably going to be the opening day starter. I think a lot comes down to Nola. If we get like even year Nola where, you know, he's got an ERA like low to mid threes and he's real good. I think we're right there with the Braves, but we can't have, you know, like four, four ERA Aaron Nola or him take a month to ramp up. So he's the guy who I got my eye on um, early in terms of getting us off to a fast start. Yeah, and, and we know he had his best. He's, uh, he's had those great years like he did two years ago. Drew, what TV show should we watch? All right, so I'm a little biased because I did a little work with this show, but I wouldn't be telling you guys if it wasn't good. Uh, there's a show called Mr. Robot. It's kind of like a setup of like there's a guy who's like a cybersecurity engineer by day, vigilante hacker by night it's uh really good now i wouldn't recommend it with gummies you got to be focused you got to be locked yeah you know what you know what drew i think you guys will like it to answer your question 
or to to your statement, I did try to watch it with gummies. It didn't work. <laughs> To yeah, because you, yeah, you, you, you gotta you gotta pay attention. Too much yeah, if you yeah. Watch with gummies. yeah. And I had I'm to, glad I, you I gave was, it a shot though. Yeah. I was rewinding, and I'm like, man, I'm lost because <laughs> it's like it's so much stuff going on that if you you miss like a, a, a important plot point, mm. and I was like, yeah, I'm done. Yeah, okay, that's but a good one. Sure, we appreciate it. I like how you, you have that memory. Like, yeah, I did this. And no, it I didn't did try to watch well. Mr. Robot. I did because it got pretty good reviews, but it was like, yeah, it was. I, I watched it the wrong way. You watch, watch it the wrong way. Yeah. Well, then those, those, uh, when you try, you ever watch something, or I do this sometimes with books, then you're kind of like half paying attention or you're half focused. Yes. Some, there are some, you know, some TV shows, so even some books, you kind of just like, you're half in, right? You're, yeah. Your mind's half there. You're talking to somebody. You can still get through it. And then there are others where if you miss something, you're lost. You don't know what is going on here. All right. I just pulled up the Philly schedule to start this season because Kyle's on his wire to wire thing. I, this is the first time, I guess, since it came out last year that I actually looked at the Philly schedule. This schedule does get give off a vibe. They could get off to a really good start this season. So I'm looking at the Philly schedule. Now they open with three versus Atlanta here. That's obviously very challenging. After that, they're home against the Reds. They're at the Nationals, at the Cardinals, who stunk last year, by the way. Four at home versus the Pirates. Three against the Rockies. Three against the White Sox. They played three of the... Three of the bottom four or five teams in all of baseball early in April. That's a nice little. That's a nice little start to the, the season. This schedule is remarkably favorable. Fr- yes, early. Other than Atlanta, I don't see a team they're going to play that I am sure is going to be good until I, I'm seriously, guys. Like the middle of May. I mean, like the Phillies have a very favorable early schedule. So. Two things. One, that wire-to-wire thing we may bring up again if it becomes a thing in early April. Two, there's no excuses you'd have to get off to a good start. Yeah, especially when you talk about the, the, the schedule playing out the way that you have. You just got to make sure that you're doing your part in all of this. And nobody gets hurt. Biggest thing with spring training, because we saw it last year with Hoskins, nobody gets hurt. Well, that was the thing last year. And the other part was they had guys that were behind. Like Bryce was behind, yeah, right? Yeah. He was recovering, trying to get himself back. But I am even more encouraged now after looking at that early part of the schedule. Look at Kyle. About to make that easy. Wire more. to wire. I don't think FanDuel will give you odds on that, but you get a pretty good number on that. Let's talk to Mad Mike. Who's up next? What's up, Mad Mike? Hey, how are you guys doing today? What's, What's up, Mike? On, Mike? What are you thinking? Uh, I'm thinking, uh, you know, I'm loving the, the chaos lately. It's uh, It's been fun. You know what? The the Eagles created this, Mike. That That's my yeah. – the part of this that people are like, oh, there's a lot of chaos and rumors. Well, it's because they've been vague and weird about what happened for three months now. Can, can I say, I'll say this, the owner and the GM have created this chaos. And it's because the owner's terrified of having another Chip Kelly and Howie Roseman's always looking over his shoulder because he's worried he's going to lose the, uh, his grip on his tenuous power that he has. And that's why when you bring in a moron head coach that has no business being moron here, so this is what happens. Moron is so well, you know what he happens? There's, well, there's no... There's no adult in the room. I mean, that's the problem, Mike. Absolutely. Yeah, and it, it, if the coach is not the adult in the room, well, then young athletes aren't going to be the adult in the room. It's not good. I mean, the fact that I have to hear that Big Dom is like, you know, <laughs> saves him from himself on the sideline, that's stupid. Like, that's childish and immature, and he has no business being our head coach if that's what it takes to stop him from being a moron. Yeah, it's embarrassing. Mike, I'm guessing you think there should be a major overhaul this offseason. Of yeah, course there should be. There's, they should they get guess. rid of the GM. They get, should get rid of the coach. They should do the entire defensive side all over again. And you know what? 
for good measure, you need to think about that offensive line, if you lose Jason Kelsey, isn't going to be that world-class offensive line anymore. Well, there's well suddenly there's for the first time in forever there's major questions like does Jurgens go to center? Does he stay at guard? And you have to get a new center. A lot of questions, Mike. What TV show should we check out? So uh, there's a show with a couple seasons uh, on Netflix and it just ended it's last year called You, and that's fantastic. That is a great show. You like why are you you? Yes. Yes. All right. You, Mike. Mad Mike says. Well, you're surprised there, Mike. We appreciate that. Mike wants a full overhaul of this thing, major changes. Oh, that doesn't surprise me. That that's kind of his his uh, brand. Yes. he's 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 on brand. He's definitely on brand. I don't know about that. Like I said, I don't I don't think that's the case. We definitely need some defensive players. No question about that. But just like a full on overhaul, I don't think so. That I so the additional cap space does it, it does give Howie more options here. There's just no question, and, and every GM. But Howie Roseman, Elliot just put up a, a a tweet saying that if they do a couple of things. They could have up up to fifty million dollars in cap room. I mean, Howie's going to have some room to work with here, and it just depends on how he wants to use it. Does he make a trade for someone? Does he does he does he cut someone who may have a cap hit, but it's okay because he's got this extra money to kind of play around with? They have they have flexibility, and Hugh, that's a good thing because we're, if it's twe- if it's tweaking or going big, they they got to do something because this thing ended bad. Yeah, it ended real bad, man, and, and that's why I believe, like especially on the offensive side of the ball, we get a couple of these young Thundercats to play defense. We're going to be okay because we have enough offensive firepower that we can compete. You're talking about a team that I think the year before was like, what, 20, 30 points a game or something close to uh, that? Th- yeah, they were in that range. Yep. Yeah, some, some close to that. So you can get back to that. You can definitely get back to that. You got to be a little bit more creative offensively. And I think that there's going to be some tough coaching. There's going to be some tough love this year for the quarterback. I think there's going to be some, some, some hard coaching. And there's probably going to be some accountability on his, on his end. And these press conferences that he does, uh, I would probably think that, you know, being a little bit smug and snarky, probably probably shouldn't do that. Bro. Yeah, I think I'll use a line that you like to use. That dog doesn't yeah, that hunt. Yeah, don't, that dog don't hunt. Yeah, no, not anymore. Not, not after the season we just had. 215-592-9494. Can we hear the Peter King thing, a wake-up call for Hurts? Peter King this morning with uh, DeCamera Richie talking about this year for Hurts and maybe it being a, a wake-up call for him. What I think is that this year to Jalen Hurts was – an absolute total wake-up call. If he doesn't view it as that, if he comes back as the same sort of aloof guy that he was, especially toward the end of this season, well, then he hasn't learned a lot. And part of playing quarterback is to basically lift the rest of your team as well. Hmm. And I think that's one thing that has to change this offseason. It is something that has to change. I mean, I think that – I like that phrasing, wake-up call, right? Because wake-up call gives you the, the idea that it could be fixed, right? I think a lot of times yeah. in life we all get wake-up calls. Like, I, all right, I screwed that up, now I change, and we figure this thing out together. Like this, We could look back one day and say this past season was a good thing for Jalen Hurts. He, yeah. He saw and they saw what didn't work, what did work, and then he, he changed it. And that's what I believe can happen. You know, this is, this is not zero-sum. I don't think this is something that can't be fixed. They just have to be willing to fix it. And you have to be willing to have those tough conversations. I think Jalen throughout his life, he's been coached pretty hard. So I don't think that being coached hard is going to be an issue for him. Because I, I refuse to believe that all of a sudden he forgot how to be a leader. I think that there were more demands on him this year to be a more of a leader than there ever have been before. But I think that he can live up to those expectations because he's been through a lot. When you talk about his his career path and what he was at Alabama and all this other good stuff, 
I feel like he's put himself in position to have the success that he had a year ago. Mm. And I think that he can, you know, bounce back and have the, the success that he's had in the past. Let's go to uh, who we got here. We got Chris. Chris and Ben Salem wants to defend Bryce on the contract situation. What's up, Chris? Yeah, hey guys, how you doing? Uh, hey, Chris. Just wanted to hop on. Um, actually, I have an Eagles point too. Now that you guys are on it, Hugh, I wanted to kind of pick your brain since you've lived it. You know, with Fangio coming in and running a three-four or what'll probably be a three-three-five, right? Like they'll put that extra nickel out there. You know how important? I just think they've they've undervalued the linebacker position, and and maybe even they don't know what they're looking at when they go and get linebackers. Uh, what what's your take on it? I think that there's something true to that, but when you look at Coach Fangio and, and the defense that he's ha- he's had in the past, I think that linebacker play has been huge. You know, you talk yeah. about a linebacker that 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 went into the Hall of Fame this year that we had a chance to talk mm-hmm. to, Patrick Willis. He's a big part yeah. of Big Fangio, him and Navarro Bowman. Those two guys together, man. They were <laughs> they were pretty pretty good. So yeah. I think that going into this draft, or even going into free agency, he's going to try to identify a guy. Might not be the guy that he wants, but somebody that's going to help them do exactly what he wants done on the football field. And another thing oh. I say about that, Chris, is that when I look at the teams that gave us trouble last year, it was it was because of the linebacker play. Mm. Right. They had really good linebacker play, especially at that middle linebacker spot. So I think that you look at that, and and not only does it help out, you know, our defense, but it also, to me, it helps out our offense as well because now Jalen can play against somebody like that in, in, in practice every day that's going to help him get past yep. whatever it was he was going through when he played those tough teams. Yeah, I mean, I would love to see them, you know, clean that up and just stop putting guys back there, you know, and a lot of, a lot of, a lot of guys they just roll through just, uh, you know, I'm, I'm – Convinced that uh, they're going to go get Van Ginkle from the Dolphins because he was with uh, Fangio last yeah, year. Yeah, and he and he look had a nice year last year, but he, yeah, he might be a stopgap. And Chris, the the one thing, and I get it. Like I understand the positional value and what guys cost and free agency, and I, I I get why the Eagles operate the way they do. But I also would love to see them just get one good one, and then we don't have to worry about the position and play the roulette game every year for three or four years. Like two years ago, they played yep. roulette and it worked. T.J. Edwards and Kaiser White, it was good. This year they played roulette. And they lost. If they draft one that can play in the first or second round, they they know they've got it locked in for four four years minimum. Yep. Uh, I'm listen. I would love to have a Patrick Queen or yep. you know uh, some of these linebackers look like they can go sideline to sideline in this next draft. So uh, real quick on the Bryce Harper stuff, um, I'm just going to defend Bryce here because he, he being the player that he has and um, you know he or the player that he is, he has a responsibility to the other workers that he works with every day to you know, get as much money as he can. And his value is, his contract value is below what his market value is. So he has responsibility to the rest of the league. Um, you know, to the to the player that is the 25th player on the roster, so that that guy's, you know, that minimum salary gets bumped up. And, and I understand it's easy for us to look at multi-millionaires and say, hey, you know, why is this guy being greedy? And there's definitely some truth to that. But I think there's that, the other side of it, too, where, you know, we all have value in the marketplace, and we want the top earners to be able to drive that value up so that we can make more money as, as a whole, as a society, right? I agree with that. And I, and I think that every player thinks that way, especially in Chris, man. It's a good point. Every player thinks that way. Chris, what is your show we should watch? Uh, so I, I'm a loser Lord of the Rings guy, so I'm going to stay away from that stuff. Okay. Um, but, uh, Hugh, Jack Reacher on – 
um, Prime. Yeah, I watched. Is awesome. Yeah, you I watched watch both that? seasons. Okay. Yeah, both seasons. Jack Reacher's well, that dude. Dropped, I think there's a third one that just Ooh. dropped too. Oh, it's the third one? Okay, yeah, I would, I'm on it, dude. All right, I'll check that yeah. one out. Chris, check good phone out. call. Yeah, good stuff, man. And I get it, the idea that Bryce owes it to other players to kind of keep moving the bar up. That's yeah. always it. But the I also will point out that he chose a 13-year deal with a flatter salary. right? Like, as a leader, you know, he's a, a star player who makes a lot of money. He could have shown the way with we take a five-year deal and then we get back to free agency. Like, yeah. you can't have it both ways where, hey, we could take a long deal for a lot of money – or we could take a short deal and then we get back to free agency. There's different ways to do it. He ch- he chose the long deal. Yeah. No one I, forced him to do it. Yeah, but I also will say that this to that is that the Phillies made it seem like it was okay when the when the conversations would be had. When we were kicking around the idea of, hey, you know, he's grossly underpaid. It's like, okay. So they feel like, you know, they they've he's outplayed his contract. So they kind of put this idea in his head initially. That's that's kind of how I read. I think you're right. Now, can they cut it off? We'll see. Two one five five nine two ninety four nine four. We'll get back, and a lot of your phone calls up next. We got to get Hughes' thoughts on something new in Major League Baseball that the players are not on board with right now, and a big night for Spike Eskin last night, who wasn't even the most famous Spike in the building. We'll hit that, and I think we have to do a list of Spike rankings here, all-time Spike rankings. That's next, Midday Show, Sports Radio 94 WIP. ESPN Bet is now live in Pennsylvania. As the official sports book of ESPN, ESPN Bet is the only place to find daily exclusives and offers with your favorite ESPN personalities and shows. Sign up today and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Find all your favorite markets and bets like in-game wagering, cross-sport parlays, teasers, and all the props you can handle. That's ESPN Bet. Download today. Oh, what a play. Must be 21-plus. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back. It is a midday show. Hugh Douglas, Joe Giglio, 215-592-9490. If we're going to pick a show to watch before we get out of here, it's a try day. On a Friday, or a lot more of your phone calls to go 
And uh, we'll end with a little baseball. So we're going to get Hugh's take on a major baseball issue that's sweeping the sport right now. But last night, Hugh, you were at the game. A lot of you guys were at the game. I couldn't make it. But we know we had Spike Eskin ringing the bell last night. He and his uh, his Sixers podcast partner, Mike Levin, uh, rang the bell before the Sixers game last night, which was pretty cool. But but here's the thing that we noticed. So Spike, obviously a big night for him, right? Like he's come back to WIP. He was here yesterday with the with Ike and Jack in studio. They had a great back and forth about A.J. Brown and the media and all that stuff, and Spike rings the bell. But then Kyle pointed out to me this morning that Spike last night wasn't even the most famous Spike in the building. That's got to be pretty rare. I feel like most buildings he goes in, he's the most famous Spike. But I guess, So Spike Eskin was there last night? And, and on his big night of all nights. Yeah, Spike, Spike Lee was there, <laughs> yeah, obviously. Spike Lee was, yeah, Spike Spike Lee. Lee was there on Spike Eskin's big night. That's tough, man. It like, is you tough. You go there to ring the bell, you're expected to be the most famous Spike in the building, especially with the rarity mm. of the name. And he wasn't. And then Spike Lee comes in and, and shows you up. He was number two. And then yeah. the Knicks, unfortunately, showed the Sixers right. up last yeah. night because oh. the Sixers are having some trouble right now, winning without Joel Embiid. All right, so this got us thinking, let's make a list here, definitive list of the most famous Spikes, all right? And I, I, I'll say current Spikes yeah. I, because, you know, who, I, I can't go back and research Spikes. We found spikes some. We were like, who the hell are these guys? Hundreds of years ago. But I, so I, if I were to rank the top five Spikes right now, Spike Lee's got to be number one. I think that's pretty evident. Would yeah, you agree? That's, that's, yeah, right. I agree. And then we were debating Spike, our Spike, at number two. But then we remembered about Spike Jones here. Jones with a Z, Hugh. Spike Jones. Ooh. Jackass. He co-creator of Jackass. Okay, see, I didn't know who that It's was. a big deal. It is. That is a big deal. He also did a different movie. Was it John Malkovich he was part of? Yes. Oh, that that's ahead of our Spike. I'm sorry. Way that's, ahead. Yeah, that's just, it's just, it's a bigger deal. You might have to tier this list, too. All right, so Spike Lee clearly has got his own tier. I mean, Spike Lee is, he's, he's Spike Lee. Then Spike Jones with the Z. I would put our Spike at number three. Yeah, Spike that sounds Eskin. about right. It's respectable. So then who do we have left? How do we round in the top five? There's another Spike Jones. Would that one do? Yeah. He's a musician? Yeah, he's a musician. But not, that's with an E's, E-S, though. That's, a re- that's the not regular old Z. Jones. Yeah. Not the other, not the Z Jones. And then I would put Spike Dudley, the wrestler, at number five. <laughs> the Dudley Boys. Yeah, the Dudley Boys. Yeah, I go with Spike Dudley. When was the last time you watched a Dudley Boys match? Uh, it's been a while. We used to have a... Uh, <laughs> We used to have a, a, a one of our my teammates. We used to call him Devon Dudley. Yeah, he Spike to, and Devon. Yeah, he used to look like Devon Dudley. Can't remember his name. Who was it? I can't remember. Was his it name. the teammate here or the Jets? Yes, with the, with the, with the Eagles. Oh, I can't remember his name. Well, someone out there is thinking like, oh yeah, I remember that Eagle that looked like Devon Dudley. He looked like Devon Dudley. I forgot where he came from. He was from Mississippi. I'm not gonna be able to help you out here. Oh, I can't remember his face. I have his face, but I can't think of his name. Hollis, know, you know Hollis knows everybody. Hollis remembers his name, but I can't remember his name. Uh, we just called him Devon. Though. Was he was he a prominent player, or more no, like a, a role defense, player? He was a defensive lineman, but I think he was a role player. He played a little bit. Okay, we got We got to figure this out. All right, definitive list of spikes: Lee Jones with a Z, Eskin third, Spike Jones, the musician with the it's an S, and then Spike Dudley. All right, speaking of Spike, yesterday he was on WIP. And I hope we get more of this moving forward. So Spike was in studio doing the show, as they will be soon together with Jack and with Ike. And you know who rolled through, Hugh? You know who came in yesterday? Who in- came in? Howard came into the studio. Uh-oh. It's a lot of Eskin. So it's a lot of Eskin. And when those two get together, typically tempers flare. Here it was yesterday. There has to be some kind of recognition from people, specifically in your situation and position, that there was something extra that was wrong there this year it wasn't just that the players weren't that good it, it wasn't it wasn't just that 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 the, the quarterback didn't play as well it wasn't just that the, the, the def- defense wasn't as good something was 
wrong. You do not see teams collapse like that. I've watched sport. I'm 47 years old. I've watched sports my whole life. There is, it is rare that a team collapses that was playing that coming off a Super Bowl, 10 and one, playing as as well as they had. Quarterback who was a, an MVP candidate last year. And all I got told MVP when, but but no, not big deal. Because <laughs> when when Carson, all I got all I got told when Carson Wentz was the runner up of the MVP is he would have won the MVP if he didn't get hurt. He would have won. He and I have. I continue to say, have. but I continue to say yes. But there is something wrong, and everyone around the Eagles' orbit, everyone close, is like, "There's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong." You, you. I didn't say there was nothing. I'm not wrong. saying you. I'm saying everyone around the Eagles' okay. orbit was like, "There's something wrong. There's something. You're being too hard. You're being too hard." And as it turned out, there was something. All I'm saying is that there's a lot of okay. smoke for there not to be fired. I'm going to ask there's you a question. There's too much. I'm all I'm all I'm saying. I'm not. I'm not debating you on it. I am telling you that there is too much smoke there for there not to be fire. Okay. You have one perspective. That perspective is what people there tell you. That's, no, no, that's incorrect. It's, of and course it's correct. incorrect. Of course it's correct. No, no, it's not correct. You don't know. Of course it's correct. I, I, I hear from people outside the organization, and I try to track down what's going on. So you're, you're telling idiot. me. Okay. You're telling me there was not anything. There is not. There is no poison inside of that. I didn't say that. Well, then talk about that because that's the interesting thing. I, what isn't I said interesting? There people that complain when you lose. When they the year before you blamed the you, year, blamed, was, you said they weren't talented wait, enough, and there okay. is something. There's the, they have debatably the number one wide receiver in football. They have a quarterback who the last year, the year before was considered a top five quarterback in football. They have two All Pro offensive linemen. They fan. no. <laughs> is, is, is this true or not true? They're, okay. they're as talented as any team that was in the playoffs. Okay. It's a fact. No, they lost two linebackers, three if you count the injury to N'Kobe Dean. They lost two safeties. They had a, a, a corner who got 30 years older in one year. Why couldn't uh, they score at the end of the year? Why couldn't they because score? Because the quarterback sucked. Well, So should they move on from the quarterback? Why did he suck? No, you don't do it after Why one year. Why did he suck? You, nobody has that answer. What's that? Ah, see, see, nobody wants to dig for that answer. Well, no, the answer is he just he, he, he didn't have good vision. He didn't make good reads. Why did that happen? They've worked with him. They tried. I don't know. Maybe he wasn't as good as the year that they went to the Super Bowl. You know, we saw it with Carson Wentz. Maybe he's just not as good. So and did they make a mistake giving him the contract they did? Right now they made a mistake. But but there's nothing they can do about that. Well, sure there is. They All I heard was there's nothing they could do about Carson's contract. Too much dead money. Can't do it. Can't no, do it. Can't well, trade no, him. They're not going to do anything this year. But if he doesn't have a good year this year, I think they're out. Okay. I good. think they're well, out. That's interesting. Yeah. Thank you. What do you make of that? Took him a while to get there, but he got him there. Well, he, well, he, Spike's a little aggressive. Well, I mean, he had to grow up with that. Imagine, having, imagine living with Howard your whole life. You know, I, I did hear a little bit of that, though. Like, I got you where I want you, Pops, and I'm going to make you pay. <laughs> yeah, Balls get sweaty. <laughs> How about the end there, ladies and gentlemen? I mean, the end, the end is actually the home run of the whole thing. Yeah, Talk about any... digging something out of Howard. Well, Howard said if the, if Jonas a play better next year, they're out. They're out. That's I mean, I the... think the contract makes it kind of friendly to do, but I don't think that's going to be the case, though. You, well, you think he'll play better? I think he. I definitely think he'll play better. I think this is an anomaly. I don't know how good he's going to be. It might not be. It might not be MVP status, but I think he plays well enough to get us to the promised land. You don't have to be Tom Brady to win Super Bowls. I know that's what everybody thinks, and and that's the measuring stick for most quarterbacks, or or Patrick Mahomes, I should say. You don't have to be those. They guys. do win a lot of them. Though. They do win a lot, though. It does seem like you know, it's getting to the point where Chiefs Kingdom is starting to get a little annoying. 
because they win every year. A little annoying. They, they're starting to be a little annoying coming out of the AFC all the time. But I think Jalen. I think Jalen's good enough, and he's shown flashes that he can get us where we need to be. So here's my perspective on the Hurts thing, off of what Howard said there in that argument that that Spike and Howard had yesterday. I think if Hertz plays better next year and a lot better, then this all calms down, right? If he doesn't play better next year, they're drafting a quarterback next draft. There's uh, no doubt in my mind. Let me tell you, if 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 Jalen gets off to a rough start, we're gonna we're gonna have a lot to talk about. Yeah. Like it like seriously, if this team shows any signs of leaking oil early, oh, it's gonna be a rough season. No question about it. And it's gonna be one of those it's gonna the worm's gonna turn super quick. There's nothing like the NFL and how fast things turn. I mean, there's, yeah. I, it's not, there's nothing like it. It goes from one end of the spectrum to the other very, very quick. That was ent- entertaining yesterday. Spike and Howard going back and forth. All right, let's go to uh, Dylan of Phoenix. What's up, Dylan? Hey, how's it going, guys? Good, What's up, Dylan. What's up, buddy? All right, so uh, we're talking about Phillies. Mm-hmm. Um, I really think that this team, it all, it all starts with just starting hot. But I do think in the end, I don't think they'll be in, in, in the wild card round, but they will be in the, in the division round. That, that's where I'm going with it. Yeah, well, look, I, I, you mean the Phillies will be in the divisional round? Like they'll, they'll win the division? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, where, that's where my head's at. Dylan, I, I love it. I mean, I, I don't think there's any reason they don't have enough to win the division. I think the Braves are obviously really good. But I look at what the Phillies did from June on last year. They were basically even with them for about four-plus months. They could, they could compete without a question in my mind. Dylan, what's a TV show we should check out? The League. The League. Is that the fantasy thing? Yeah. Yeah. You know, Fantasy football? Yeah. The League. The League. The League, yeah. It's on uh, Hulu right now. I just, I've, I've already watched it before, but I just started it again. Well, you know, days ago. if you watch the show again, it must be pretty good. Dylan, we appreciate it. You've seen I've this seen one? it, yeah. It's pretty funny. So got, what, what is the premise? on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, it's the, these guys are in a fantasy football they league. And, seven and, you know, seasons of this thing, man. Seven? Seven of them. Feels yeah. overwhelming. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure I'm if I've seen all seven. You, you, you want to be committed just for the weekend? You just only want to commit no, for like, the weekend? I love these new things where it's a limited release, no, a limited do, series, in and out. Yeah, I, I, get, you I know, do like to watch eight episodes. like seven, seven seasons. That I, I'll probably check that like out. Like uh, NFL player cameos in it and stuff. Okay. Like they're Yeah, it's legit. I think you guys might like it. Okay. Right, it's on the list. All right, let's go to Frank and Sewell. What's, what's up, Frank? Hey, guys. How are you? Hey, Frank. What's up today? Uh, well, so a couple things. Um, I mean, tweaking, tweaking is what you need about, you know, two or three guys, like a, like a, like a, like a pro ball receiver or, or, you know, a free safety and whatnot. I mean, this is – anyone who thinks this is closer to tweak is crazy. I mean, you, you got two coordinators. You got a coach who needs a babysitter, bouncer, ba- a bouncer slash babysitter, which is ridiculous. And he and we're not even sure if he's a good coach, let alone he's a babysitter. And then <clears throat> Howard's right. I got to agree with Howard. I know you don't agree with him. They lost too much on defense. They played a squash schedule. I told you guys before. ESPN had him ranked 28th going into that going into that Super Bowl year. You think that was just they said, ah, yeah, Jalen, you know, let's just put him 28th. I mean, you know, there's thought put into that. So to debate where he is, he is what he is. He was figured out. Now, is he going to play horrible? Is he a horrible quarterback? Probably not. But is he going to play closer? I mean, I think he's going to be an average middle-of-the-road quarterback. And, you know, you could be right. They could be drafting a quarterback next year if they get off to a bad start. And it might not be all his fault. But he had that RPO. I mean, the RPO is what made him. I mean, it's, that's it. And, and the push push, which you guys know my opinion on. But Oh, I mean, we do. Okay. Yeah, Frank, I, I, I'm with you in that, and I'm with Howard in that debate yesterday. The part I agree with Howard is 
entering the playoffs, they weren't as talented as everybody. That defense was horrendous. It's just it, they, uh, the way I view it, they need five or six new defensive players before next season, right. like le- legitimate defensive It'd starters. Six. Yeah, I said, yeah, I agree. Or oh yeah, five or six, whatever. You got Fletcher probably not coming back. You got you got you got to replace Kelsey on the offense. You got you got a coordinator. I mean, there's too much going on here. It's not like you know you you say tweaking, bud, but like tweaking isn't tweaking like you need like ah oh, yeah like we need like. You know, in basketball, tweaking is like you need like like a, a, a Robin or like, like we tweaking in football, not needing like nine players. I don't think. Well, I'm, I'm, I don't think. I don't. I don't think the defense is going to carry today. So you're looking at, it, if I'm not mistaken, like the defense is going to be the catalyst for this team. Is not. It's going to be the offense. So I'm thinking yeah, you, that you, they were they were horrible in defense. They were they were horrible if, third down. If you horrible. allow me, if you allow me to finish, yeah. I, I oh, was going. Tied no, it for you. If we score more points offensively and take those, the defense out of positions where they, they have to be two-dimensional and things of that nature, I feel like if you replace these players with some competent ones that can run the defense the way that they're supposed to be ran, you can win some of these games that we lost last year. Because we're not yeah, talking – we're still, we're still talking about an 11-win team now. You, still, but no, we didn't. You're not. Because they have three or four many, games won by luck. How many, they were no, lost. no, no, Frank, Frank. How many games did they win last year? I don't, I don't want to hear about the luck games, Frank. Tell me how many games they won. Give me facts, Frank. Frank, Frank, sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. How many games did they win last year, Frank? You're going to get lucky next year. Hold on. You're going to get lucky next year. Frank, how many games did they win last year? I know the answer. 11. They did win 11. They won 11. And that's all. Like, Frank, you can sit here. It wasn't a true 11. Are you going to allow me to speak, Frank? Because I'll let you speak. Thank you. I appreciate it. But what I'm trying to say is this, Frank. Whether you want to talk about it's lucky or not, the fact of the matter is, they won 11 games. The fact of the matter is they sent some cash to the Pro Bowl on the offensive side of the ball. So what I'm trying to tell you is this, that if they fix the offensive side of the ball and they become more creative, they're going to win football games. And if, the defense, and if the defense is ranked 22nd, they're going to win football games? They're, they're not listen, football? Not the, the, the Kansas City Chiefs defense, the, lad, the first year they won the Super Bowl, not this year, they weren't they that great. Reed. They have Andy Reid. Like, are have you going to let me finish speaking, dog, or you just yeah. going to keep talking? Like, like, like how do you want to play We this? appreciate it. Do you want to ask me the question, or you want to answer the question that you asked me? So We can do it however you want to do it. We have a lot of ways to do this. A lot of ways to skin the cat. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Is that, is that sayable now? Is, is that out? I'm no, sorry you can't, Yeah, you can't, yeah, you can't say that. Just, uh, we ain't trying to get it. All right. I'm sorry, but the kids, for all the cats out there, I apologize. As a cat guy. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I, oh, you're a cat. Uh, you're a cat guy. I'm a dog guy. All right, anyway. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.